the guy got caught breaking back into the house to to give the TV back. <laughs> And that's when he went to jail. That's my favorite that's part it. about it. Yes, yeah. That's thing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with your hosts, Jake and Chia Rubel. She's here. Evan is gone. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you wanted another Evan episode, you're just going to have to wait till the next time we hang out, which will be later this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I probably won't. Anyways, uh, hey, <laughs> so uh, we're happy to be here. I'm happy that I have my... Um, yawning partner <laughs> with me. Already yawning. Already yawning. Uh, we had a fun day today. We had an extremely great day. Yeah, did very you, busy. Did you like it, though? I had a great day, yes. Yeah, your day was busier than mine. Yeah. Because uh, you got up and was a responsible adult for a while. Yeah, And then I, I do that. Yeah, and then I waited longer, and then I got up and was a slightly irresponsible it's adult, true. Uh, which true. is fine. And then we got to have like a little date night. We did. Yeah, we went to Brown County and hung out with one of uh, my best friends, Brian Smiley. Brian Smiley. <laughs> and his wonderful, wonderful lady, Brittany. So we had a we had a really good time with them. Yeah. And then we went out to eat. And now we're here doing this at mm, almost 2 a.m. Yeah. But that's how we do it. That's what we do. It's what we do. And it's <laughs> what I like to do. And hopefully other people uh, like it too. You know what I mean? So uh, you're just going to do that? You're gonna I can't on? help it. I had to get the on out. Jeez. I want to talk about Judgy. I want to talk about my shows over the weekend. Go for it. I uh, was with Bob Smiley, who is... No relation to Brian. No, re- Yeah, that is weird. No relation <laughs> to Brian. I'm just, from now on, everyone, I'm like, well, it's my friend Richard Smiley. It's like, come up with a different last name. And why are you keep just making up names? And it just keeps being Smiley. I don't, I don't know anyone. I'm just throwing all these names out. So I was with Bob Smiley at Gutty's Comedy Club. It's Gutty's new location in the Greenwood Mall. And you think like, oh, a comedy club in a, in a mall? Mm-hmm. That's going to be weird. Guess what? It's awesome. It's amazing. It's, it's such a good room. It's definitely the best that it's been. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... Uh, Friday's sh- night show was sold out. I mean, there were people walking up to come in, and Steve and Dennis was like getting chairs out for him to sit in the back. Yeah. It was so good. And um, let's see. So Ryan May hosted, and Ryan did a fantastic job. He did a really good mm-hmm. job. Friday night, he did this fun little improv thing where he had like an audience member come up and do like improv on the stage with oh, him nice. to start the show, nice. which was a cool thing because then it really got the crowd like invested in the rest right. of the show. So I thought that was a really cool uh, way to kind of kick things off. And then uh, a friend of mine, Blake Champlin, did the guest spot mm-hmm. and nailed it. He yeah. did this new bit where he's playing drums and doing like a one-liner while he's playing drums. Yeah, I with, like that a lot. Yeah, he, yeah, he did a really good job that was with really it. really funny. I, I guess he used to do it with like a ukulele. Oh, okay. And it just wasn't, he, he just wasn't getting the response that he wanted, so he switched yeah. it over to drums, and now it's... I think that worked really well. Yeah. I mean, it was super great. And then I did uh, the feature spot and had a blast doing it. I feel like I Amazing did a good job. I I really had a lot of fun. And then Bob Smiley went up and just crushed. Mm-hmm. Now, if for anyone who doesn't know who Bob Smiley is, um, look him up. He's really, really funny. He's actually... Um, yeah, he's like one of the top Christian comedians working today. Mm-hmm. I know Tim Hawkins is like the guy that most people think of, but Bob Smiley, I'm like they're friends. They do a lot of shows together, I believe. They're just, I mean, you you'll love Bob Smiley. Go check him out. And then Saturday night show was just as good. It wasn't sold out, but still a full room, 
and it was just as good. Mm -hmm. It was a super, super fun weekend. Yeah, me and the kids got to go. It was super fun. We haven't gone to a show for a while. Yeah. That's why I love Gutties is because the the whole family can come through. And that's really, really, I just think that's really Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, Kind of a cool thing about Friday night show, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later when we're getting to like the mental health aspect of it. But um, a comedian that I've been talking with on social media who lives in Florida, his name's AJ Wilkerson. He was in Fort Wayne doing a show and was on his way back, driving back home to Florida. And so Friday night he came to the show Mm -hmm. and we got to actually meet in person for the first time and hang out a little bit. Um, I'm going to save the rest of that story though, for the mental health check-in Okay. because it, it, it was a good time. So that's where I've been. That's the shows that was this weekend. And the shows that I have coming up, I have some... You have a lot. Yeah, I have a lot of shows. Mark your calendars. Jake could be coming to a town near you. All right. So actually, uh, I do want to say one more thing about Friday's show. Hmm. Um, So the sound bite that you just heard and the intro is Michael Rebadoo and he brought his whole family to the show Friday. Aww, so fun. yeah, so I got to see the whole family the the Rebadoos, mm-hmm. not the Rebadoons. And uh <laughs> it was fun. I really enjoy them. That's they're just such a good family. They have such a good energy about them. Um you know, it's it's cool also that his daughter you could just tell like she really really loves her dad. Oh, good. You know, it was just cool and she said that whenever she listens to the podcast and she hears her dad's voice. It's like crazy. Oh, you know, so, it, so yeah. Awesome. So, Hey guys, thanks for coming to the show. It was wonderful seeing all of you. And, um, but here is, uh, some shows where you could possibly come see me. And then I, maybe I'll give you a shout out on the show. Like I just did the rubber deuce. Um, so May 25th, which is this coming Tuesday, I will be in Nashville, Tennessee at Zany's comedy club. I will be doing Dusty's grand old comedy show. So that's Dusty Slay. And uh, he is headlining the show, of course. It's his show. And if you've never seen Dusty do uh, like a live show, it is amazing. He is, in my opinion, he's probably the funniest comedian working today. I mean, he really... And I'm not just saying that because I'm friends with a guy and he's putting me on shows. This guy slays. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he does. It's like a perfect name for him. He's so funny. And also my buddy Evan Burke, who was on uh, last week's episode, he's also on the show. And a couple of other really funny comedians that I don't know yet, but, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll be friends. Know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that is at Zany's on uh, Tuesday, May 25th in Nashville, Tennessee. And then um, the 27th, I have a show uh, at the Doubletree Hilton Fleetwood Patio, and that is in Nashville, Tennessee. So that's uh, May 27th. I believe that show starts at 7. Um I'm going to say it starts at 7. Okay. It, it's Evan Burke's show. He's putting me on his show, so that's going to be fun. And then later that night, I believe around 9, 9.30 maybe, I'll be at the Comedy Bar doing a show there. So uh, back-to-back shows in different locations. Uh, I'm excited about both of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going to be Matt Taylor, I think, runs the one at the Comedy Bar. I've heard really good things about him. He was nice enough since I'm in town to allow me just to kind of sneak on his show. And we're going to have so much fun. You know, when you go to Nashville, you have a good time. Mm Because that's where Dusty lives. And he's all about (laughs) having a good time. Yeah. So that is where I will be uh, this coming up week. And then um, May 30th, kind of some exciting news. 
That is next Sunday. I will be at Hoppy Wobbles in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, hosting an open mic. And this is the first open mic back, so I'm stoked about it. Mm -hmm. We've not had... There's only been a few open mics going on lately, and this is going to be like the first one that I've been to that's not a club open mic. Mm -hmm. This is like, it's in a bar, it's my buddy's bar, it's a great location, small room. Where you did your first open mic. It's where I did my first open mic, and now I'm hosting and running the mic. So I'm really excited to be doing this. So that's Hoppy Wobbles. That is, I believe we're going to start that at 6 o'clock. So uh, for anybody who wants to try stand up and if you're local in the bloomington or surrounding areas come through and and check it out i'll put you on the show and and you know see what you got it's fun and Mm -hmm. you know someday maybe you could be sitting in your bedroom doing a podcast with your wife too Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's glamorous and then june 1st i will be in mishawaka indiana with andy beningo featuring for him there at smokes is it smokestack brew house i think that's what it is I was going to say, I mean... I think it's Smokestack Brew House. It might be Smokehouse. like I know. might be Smokehouse, but I think it's Smokestack Brew House. So that's with Andy Beningo, uh, June 1st. And then June 5th, I will be in Plainfield at the Eagles. Uh, I hate the Eagles. I'm just kidding. I, I just, it's Big Lebowski. I I'll know. be in Plainfield at the Eagles opening for Donnie Baker. Two shows back to back. I think it's 7.30 and 10.30, I believe, is the times. But the 7.30 show is sold out. Oh, wow. Uh, the late show, there are still some tickets available. If you want to see me and Donnie Baker, or if you want to see Donnie Baker, or if you <laughs> want to see me, but you're going to see us both, <laughs> uh, get your tickets really quick. So it's Mad Hatter Shows is who puts it on. If you go to their Facebook page, all the ticket information is on there, Mad Hatter Shows. And they do some great shows. They did some shows this weekend with Chris Catan from SNL. Oh, wow. And I had a couple of my buddies. Uh, Griffin Shira was on the show. Kyle Buck was on the show. Stacey Korn was on the show. People wow, that I know. that's so, awesome. Yeah, they're doing some really good stuff. Uh, and then June 11th and 12th, I will be back at Gutty's in their new location, Greenwood Mall. And I'll be hosting a show. This is June 11th, 12th. I'm going to be hosting a show... Uh, for Horace H.B. Sanders. That's exciting, but what I'm most excited about is the feature that night. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked to work with this feature. Who is it? Steve Rivera. Oh, yeah. Steve Rivera is the owner of Gutty's Comedy Club, and I'm telling you He's guys. He's so funny. He is one of the funniest comedians oh, yeah. I've ever seen. He is. He's great. Oh, my goodness. The fact that he is that funny. Mm-hmm. And owns a club is yeah. wild to me. Yeah. Because a lot of club owners aren't comedians. And if right. they are, they're, you know, they almost, I don't know. Well, I can't say that. That's generalizing and I don't know a lot of them. Right. The ones I know, I don't know any club owners that are comedians. Yeah. And Steve is not only a comedian, but a hilarious comedian. Mm-hmm. So do yourself a favor. Anyone who's been to Gutties or anyone who has been thinking about going to Gutties, this is the show that you need to go see. You need to go see Steve. And Horace is really funny, too. I'm not, like, downplaying that by any yeah. means. But I don't get to see Steve do comedy oh, very yeah. often. Yeah. Only, like, maybe three times. And I've all only three... seen him once. Oh, it kills me every time. Yeah. And he's featuring, so he's going to be able... He'll be doing, like, 20 to 30 minutes. That's awesome. So, man, I'm, I'm excited. So you guys have got to go see him. So those... That's where I'm going to be. Uh, and for those tickets, just go to gutty'scomedyclub.com. And, or um, get the app. Get the app. Yeah, they have an app, and that's probably the best way of doing it. Mm-hmm. So 
That is the shows that are coming up. Let's talk a little bit about uh, reading. Okay. You want to do that? Yes. Yeah, you're going to put me to shame. No. I'll let you go first. Okay. So, like I've said before, my whole goal for this year was 15 books. I'm now at 21 books. My Goodreads app, Goodreads app says I am 16 books ahead of schedule. So, pretty proud of myself there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't really remember what the last books I talked about. Um, I think I talked about reading the Checklist Manifesto. And then there was that uh, romance novels that I was reading online. It was a series. I finished that series. And then the most recent book I finished uh, is called Prince Lestat. So I've talked about this before. My uh, favorite, one of my favorite series is The Vampire Chronicles by Anne Rice. Uh, if you've watched Interview with the Vampire, Queen of the Dam, those are based on her books, uh, very closely on her books. And that's kind of what got me interested in reading the books in the first place. So Again, this is another series. I love series, and I thought, oh, I'll finish this one. And I got Princess Stat. Now, I've been very vocal about not liking long books. 400 pages is almost too long for me. Mm-hmm. This one was almost 600. See, and you give me so much guff. And I was like, oh, but of course it's it's a series, so I've got to read it. But this was not hard for me to get through it all. Uh, and Wait, you already finished it? Yeah, I'm Jeez. done. <laughs> I've been done with All that. Right, okay, well, I'm sorry. Uh, so, but I thought this is going to be another series that I finished, and turns out there's two more books. So I'm not quite done with that. Um, so another goal of mine, besides the 15 books, was I had a list of to be read books that I really wanted to finish, mm-hmm. and I am on my last book of that list now. Uh, called compl- <laughs> it's I'm just sorry and i don't even know why usually i kill it at reading yeah well, and uh, this year for whatever reason i'm just effort, i guess I yeah know. i guess so uh but it's called complications it's um the fourth book by atul gawandi mm-hmm. um that surgeon that i i like a lot of his books that danielle let me borrow and i don't know i have less than 100 pages of that book i would be done with it now but I've just not been into a reading mood this weekend. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, one one sit down for, like, you know, maybe an hour or so, and I'll have that book finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and after that, uh, I have a book that my really good friend or Katie gave me um, that I want to get into. Mm. So you're not going to read any of the books I want you to read? No, I will. What do you want me? I thought the next the book I was going to read was going to be The Shining, and you're still currently reading it. I am. So well, let's get into what you're reading. Well, I am still reading The Shining, but it's kind of on hold right now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> as you well, do. Yeah, I do. As I do, I know. I put books Cause, down. Because that's now the second Stephen King book that you've put on pause this year. Yeah, that's true. Um, hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, what's I put that? This in, what what was that all about? Nothing. I put this on pause. I put it on pause for a reason, though. I put it on pause because I'm reading another book. It is spooky. <laughs> it's really good, though. I actually I'm yeah. really enjoying it. But I have to read a book by August. 
Okay. And so I just want to make sure that I read this other book really quick to get it under my belt, and then I'll mm-hmm. go back to The Shining. The book I'm reading right now that I have to read by August is called The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. Mm-hmm. Uh, great title. Yeah, amazing title. <laughs> I love it. It's written by Tom Wolfe, and the book is about uh, Ken Kesey, which I-, I hope I'm saying his last name correctly, and I need to make sure I know before August that I'm saying it right. But he's the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo Nest. Okay. And he's actually the, and I think, I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast yet or not. So I have a, sh- a show coming up. It's a private show in August. Have I talked about this? I don't, I don't think know. I have. I don't think Anyways, so. Anyways, I have a show coming up in August. Uh, it is a private show and it's for the Merry Pranksters. And the, it's their family reunion, their annual family re- reunion. Now, the Merry Pranksters are a group of people that was kind of like spearheaded by Ken Kesey back in um, 68, I think, Mm -hmm. somewhere around in there. Basically what happened was that he wanted to go uh, from the West Coast to New York to go to the World's Fair. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of friends were like, oh, yeah, man, that sounds great. I want to go too. And then it got to the point where there was a bunch of people who wanted to go, so they got a bus. And they like painted this bus all psychedelic and they did all, all kinds of they put like this weird like turret thing on top of it mm-hmm. and just you know in true beatnik hippie fashion <laughs> and uh, they named the bus further and uh-huh. it was basically they were gonna go just do this trip well ken had been part of the military acid experiments in college oh wow so, like, back in the 60s, the military was doing these experiments to test acid to kind mm-hmm. of see, like, what, you know, what it was all about. And he was one of the people who signed up for it and took acid. And it really, to him, it, like, opened his mind. He started, like, right. thinking, like, in different ways and stuff. And to him, like, a lot, like, way more creative. Like, he was mm-hmm. seeing things that he didn't see before, of course. <laughs> yeah, as, as one, one would do. do. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... So his thought process was, well, we'll we'll do this trip, and then we'll take acid while we're taking this and trip. And they can have a trip within a trip. Exactly. Let's <laughs> do some trips. And they were going to like film a movie while uh-huh. they were doing it. Well, the the film obviously was never really edited correctly. It never really like came together because you know it's a bunch of acid heads driving across the right. country. Um, so they would do, anyway, so they, they get to New York, they, they go on their adventures. On the way, though, they stopped at this one place, they got the, uh, the bus was stuck, and it was right by, like, this lake, and they're all out, and they're swimming and everything, and they put all these paints, like acrylic paints, I think, in the water, so it was, like, floating on top of the water, and they took a shirt, a white shirt, and they dipped it into the water, pulled it back out, and invented tie-dye. <gasps> Oh, so there's like early, there's hi- history says that like people before them had done some tie dye, but not like m- the tie dye that we right, see now. Right. So like on this trip, they invented tie dye T-shirts. Oh, basically. wow. And that's um, insane. Yeah. So th- so then some like some stuff happened. Uh, they basically they get back and then they started doing like screenings of their movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ken ends up getting arrested for drug possession a couple times. And, like, he goes on the run in Mexico, and FBI catch up to him whenever he comes back in the States, and he ends up going to jail. So he came up with this theory that, like, 
the while he was gone, he felt like the acid movement hadn't truly moved. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it grew, but they weren't reaching that next level like he anticipated. Because mm-hmm. he was kind of like again the the spearhead of like the acid movement. Gotcha. I mean, they were kind of the reason why like quote unquote hippie culture spread across the country because they mm-hmm. were crossing the country, and um, in his mind. Whenever he got back from Mexico, like things should have been different. They should have like reached an, a new level, mm-hmm. and they hadn't. So he was like, "Well, maybe we're done with the drug part." So he decided to do these things called acid tests, mm-hmm. where you would literally like could possibly graduate from taking acid, if you okay. will, okay, and go to like that next level, whatever that next level you know may be. Now, here's the cool thing. During these acid tests, during their parties, and while they're all hanging out, there was a band that would travel with them and play their parties. It was like their party band, Mm -hmm. almost like a backup band. And it was a band called the Warlocks. Okay. Well, the Warlocks changed their name to the Grateful Dead. Oh, wow. So that's where the Grateful Dead kind of really came into their own is during this movement. Oh, wow. And I get to go to their family reunion and perform so comedy. So those people were the merry pranksters. Those were the merry pranksters. Those and people that traveled wow. around with them. And it's grown, of course. There's like right. new people join and stuff right. like that. Well, that's it's what still happens like with families. Movement. Families grow. Exactly. So um, That's so cool. Very, very excited well, to do this show. not only that, but speaking of the Grateful Dead in September... We got tickets to go see Dead and Company. Yes. We are going in September. We're going to go see Dead and Company. And we're taking the kids. We're, you know, and I got a lot of people who are like, you're going to take your kids to a Grateful Dead concert. And I'm like, first of all. Our moms support this. Yeah. <laughs> well, my thing is, I'm like, look, my kids are going to be with me. Okay. Right. I'm not going to be dropping acid. I'm not going to be doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be people smoking weed in the audience. I well, understand yeah, that. Yeah, but I know our kids that, are kind of like, short. So, <laughs> so the, the smoke, smoke will be above yeah. them and it'll be okay. We'll be able to keep it. But here's the thing. is like, I don't know how much longer the Grateful Dead yeah. in this capacity is going to be touring. And I want at least one time for my kids to say that they went to a Grateful Dead concert. Mm-hmm. And you know? I mean, this will be their first concert. Yeah. that None of them have ever been to a concert before. And yeah, yeah the Dead and Company is going to be their first concert. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a really good time. Take some nice blankets and put out on the lawn. And... Yeah, man. And we're also talking about possibly just me and Chia going and seeing Alice Cooper. Oh, yeah. I don't know for sure if we're going to be able to make that one because I think it's around the same time. So two concerts, like, we could probably afford it. Uh, <laughs> we'll make it work. Sorry. So so that's what I've been reading. I've been reading this electric acid Kool-Aid test and... Uh, Or like electric Kool-Aid acid test, sorry. Yeah, it's so... I'm not very far into it, but so far what I'm reading, I really, really did. Is this your first time reading it? Yes, I've not read it. I've watched some documentaries about them and stuff, but I've not read the book. I'd like to read it. Yeah. uh, I'm like, if I don't get to it this year, that'll be on my to-be-read list next year. Uh, Let's get into some... some, uh, Speaking of watching things... Oh, wait, there is one more book I've been reading. I talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, I'm almost finished with it now, and I will finish it this week. I've been um, ear reading the. Uh, You've been what? Ear reading. Oh, audiobook. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> As the common person would say. <laughs> I've been ear reading. <laughs> ear reading. Jeez. Well, when I say listening or when I say I've been listening to an audiobook, I feel like it's cheating. Like it's I'm not, not cheating. Tr- but ear reading is good. Okay. Like, so I've been inner ear reading. Inner uh, ear reading. <laughs> wow. Um, Kevin Hart's 
book. Oh. You can't make that up. Either you can't make that up or you can't make this up. And it's his life story, and it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate in the Blessed Ones group recommended it to me, and I'm glad she did because it is a really, really nice. good book. He narrates it, so it's perfect. Um, okay, now let's get into what we've been watching. Okay. What are we watching? We've been been watching a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I watched a couple of HBO shows. One of them was called The Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. I, you watched the first episode with me. Yes. And then you went to work and I binge watched the whole <laughs> show in like two days. So it's only got one season so far. It stars John Goodman, um, Danny McBride, and Adam Devine. And it is so funny. It's hilarious. The premise of the show is that John Goodman is like a huge preacher, like mega church preacher, mm-hmm. million billionaire. Like they have so much money, it's ridiculous. And then Adam Devine and Danny McBride play his sons. Mm-hmm. And then I, I feel bad. I can't remember because I'd never seen the. Can you look it up real quick? Yeah. Because there's a sister too, yeah. but I'd never seen her um, in anything before. And she is super, super funny. The whole show is very, very funny. Basically, what it is about is um, the son, uh, Danny McBride, ends up having like a tape leak or possibly somebody's going to blackmail him and and leak a tape of him doing drugs and and partying and stuff if he doesn't give them like $2 million. And just everything about the show is super funny. And, And I mean, John Goodman, come on. John Goodman is phenomenal. So he sold me on that. But Adam Devine and Danny McBride together are perfect. Did you find her? Yeah, she's uh, Edie Patterson. She's also in Knives Out. Um, Okay. I think that's really that that we're familiar with. Okay, so very funny. And then the other show that I watched, and I mean, I watched like five seasons of it in just like a couple weeks is um, another HBO show called Ballers, and it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is one of my favorite humans who ever lived. <laughs> Big fan of The Rock, or Dwayne Johnson as he goes by now. Um, and He's The Rock. Yeah. It, it's a phenomenal show. It's really, really good. It's great acting. It is about basically, it's kind of surrounded around the NFL, which is weird for me to really be that into because I just, I don't really follow sports and I don't know much about sports. But I really enjoyed this show. So, Ballers, that's the other one. Now, here's the show that we've been watching together, though. Uh, It's a movie. We watched it last night. Mm -hmm. So, I am going to say this. Spoiler warning for Army of the Dead. If you've not seen it yet, skip forward because we are going to talk about Army of the Dead on Netflix. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead is about to be spoiled. I don't want to ruin it for you. I care about you. I love you. I liked this a lot. Oh, I loved it. I've seen some people poo-pooing on it. Why? I don't know. There's a lot of people that was just like, it was just okay. I've seen someone be like, if this is something about like uh, DC trying to get up to Marvel's level, and I'm like, it's not a DC movie. No, just just because it's Zack Snyder. So it's he's had the idea for this movie since he did Dawn, Dawn of the, of the Dead, Dead, I think in 2004. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that was in 2004. 
And that is one of my, we've talked about it on the show before, that's one of my favorite zombie movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that movie, like, really sold me on Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, this, I like him. I like what he's doing. And then he did 300, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I like this guy. Yeah. And um, I liked his Justice League. Yeah. It was really long. Right. And that was one thing somebody said, because this is a two and a half hour movie. And there were people that is were it? like, yeah, there were people like, somebody needs to take away the editing reins from <laughs> from Zack Snyder. No way. Because it's too long. And I was like, dude, I enjoyed every Why bit of it. Why is that too long? I, I honestly don't. I was okay with it. If it's an entertaining sh- movie, yeah. like it's fine that it's long like that. I don't. It doesn't bother me. It's okay. I really, really liked it. But I love, I love Zack Snyder and I love zombie movies. Oh yeah. And this was a different take on zombies. Oh yeah, completely. Which different. is wild it because was so cool. It be, I, I honestly was in my mind. It's just like, how can they do another zombie thing? Right. And it be fresh and unique. Right. But it was because it wasn't just zombies. Like there were alphas, and then there were just what they call them. shamblers. Shamblers, which are just like your normal zombies. Yeah, but they're all still faster than like uh, Walking Dead. Zombies. Zombies. Well, but they're Zack Snyder zombies. Yeah. Like, because of Dawn of the Dead, dead. they were fast like yeah, that, Yeah, and that's too. what we've talked about. I would rather have slow zombies. I don't want them speed racing at me, trying because I'll die. Yeah. If it's well, a fast zombie. Especially with these alphas. I'm dead. Oh, yeah. Because, like, in the with these alphas, again, spoilers, uh, <laughs> like, you can shoot at them, and some of them are, like, almost dodging bullets. They're, like, matrixy fast. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. crazy and, and super strong. Well, not only that, but they, they are organized. They're not dumb. They have a um, yeah. They have a leader. They have a leader, and they have. Like I think a his name's commu- Zeus. They have a community. Yeah, I think his name's Zeus. Remember in the movie where he's walking and he walks up to the because they because they kind of hang out in the Olympus or, or yeah. Olympian or whatever. And there's that giant statue of Zeus, and he stops and he's like looking up at Is it. And for the rest of Zeus? movie, yeah, yeah, for the rest of movie, he's got a cape on. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that his name in. Like if you if you pull it up, I think it'll okay. it'll say Zeus. I believe. I felt like I seen it in the credits or something. Um, but man, it is really good. It stars uh, Dave Bautista, mm-hmm. which is cool. He's I don't like him as much as The Rock. <laughs> I love him though. But yeah, Dave Bautista, I actually do like. He's been what well, he was in. Um, was it called I Spy? <sighs> was it? Yeah, My Spy or something like that, or I Spy. Um, he was Hold good. on, you he got was, me looking up too many things sorry. at once. He was really good in that movie too, I thought. And of course, he's Drax from Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. My Spy is what it was. My Spy, yeah. yeah. But he's he stars in it, and it's just really cool. And, and um, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a Theo few... Rossi who played, um, oh, from Sons. Oh, yeah, Juice. Juice. He, he was Juice. Juice yeah. Who, what's uh, Tig? Oh yeah, Tignataro. Yep. So she's so funny. Oh man, did so good, and they're a comedian, mm-hmm. like a really really yeah, funny his comedian, stand up comedian. Yeah, I thought so. So it is. It's really fantastic, and I'm not gonna like spoil spoil it. Um, just for people who are listening, it's like that sounds fun. But I just wanted to say spoilers up front because we are gonna talk about some of it. Oh, dude, there's a there's a dead tiger in it. Ti- a zombie there's tiger. A zombie tiger and a zombie horse. Yeah, the zombie horse. Zeus rides a zombie horse in it. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh man, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. But I, my thing I is, like, I don't the know queen what people thought. A lot. Yeah, 
I don't she know. She was cool. Like a sh- she was a showgirl. Yeah. That became a, a zombie. And that was another thing. It's in Vegas. So like, yes. So there's like uh, Elvis impersonators that are zombies, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And it's a cool theory because like in this movie, basically the outbreak just happens in Vegas and they seal off Vegas. Vegas they wall yeah. it around and keep everything there. And they're going to nuke the place. And then this team uh, uh, that Dave Batista puts together is going to break into Vegas and steal a ton which, of money. Which is the thing, like, when I watched the trailer, I was so confused because I was like, why do they care so much about money? Yeah, like, it's, it's the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. But it's not the it's apocalypse. It's not. It's everything outside of Vegas is, is cool. It's all yeah. fine. So, um, and that's what I was going to say. Zack Snyder got the idea for this movie when he was doing dawn of the dead mm-hmm. his idea was he's like i want to do a zombie heist movie mm. and that's exactly that's what so this cool. is it's a zombie heist yeah. movie so i was i will say this the people that i seen complaining about it like most of the complaints that i was seeing was a, a lot of stuff like well it's there's inconsistencies here um like the bomb is gonna hit the city in 20 minutes but there's still another hour and a half. And I'm like, well, it's a movie. Right. You know, so to me, I can get past that stuff. Yeah. The, the only thing that, here's the only thing that got me. Mm. Um, because to me, it is a, it's a zombie, it's a sci-fi movie. There's mm. going to be weird stuff. It's not going to be like win crazy awards for greatest, you know, whatever. I don't, right. I'm just saying, like, don't go into it thinking you're going to get something other than just a zombie movie. It's going to yeah. be a lot of action, a lot of really cool shots, and some cool, a, a, a pretty cool story, but not like an in-depth story that you're going to weep yeah. about. Here's, here's what got me. Uh-huh. And again, spoilers. When they're uh, when they're in the basement and they're getting uh-huh. ready to go to the vault and there's the dead, uh, there's the skeletons and they're like, somebody else was here before us. Why are they skeletons? Uh, no, not that, because maybe they died. Like maybe right. someone shot them in the head, and yeah, they, they I actually don't died. Feel like they'd be that decomposed, but they the skeletons were of the people breaking into the vault. Oh yeah, because they even had on their clothes and their jewelry and stuff. Like one yeah. of them had a had a key necklace on. That one of them, like oh girl, yeah, and then one of them had like a Hawaiian shirt on that Tig was wearing. Yeah. So and then they did this spiel where they're like, "What if it's us?" In like a time loop. In a time loop that continues to happen. But then they never brought anything up again about that. So I was like, well, Well, that was just... Well, they kind of do. When? Whenever he... Big spoiler. Whenever he's opening the vault. Right. And he says it's either uh, death or rebirth, meaning if I open this, the cycle's broken. Got you. I I I didn't like that. Yeah, it was weird. Because it was like that. W- it was a neat idea, mm-hmm. but there was no f- follow pun in- up. Pun intended. There was no flesh to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was just like a yeah. It was just kind of like an empty thing that just kind of happened. And then there was like that's a neat idea, but like, di- was it? Yeah, you know, I, I that was just kind of weird to me. Yeah, but that was my only hang up with it. Really, mm-hmm. everything else I thought was pretty good, except for Dave Batista's daughter. Somebody needs to smack her in the face. Yeah. Um, uh, again, oh, girl, I, I keep forgetting who she was, but the one with the key necklace. Yeah. Literally told him this is what's going to happen. And then he told his daughter, if you don't do this, 
everyone's going to die pretty much. Yep. And she's like, I don't care. I'll do my own thing. Yeah. And then guess what happened? Like even the people (laughs) like she was wanting to rescue. Yeah, so again, but we yeah, just spoiled I a lot hope of the you movie. watch this movie and you're like, it's still worth it. You're yeah. you're in the conversation with us. If not, I hope you um, took the warning and, and you fast forward. Yeah. We gave fair warning. Yeah, but yeah, it was just like literally, if she would have just listened to her dad, or not gone. Yeah, either way, he would be alive. Yeah, they and that all was, would. And that's what I was thinking whenever she was like crying and stuff. I'm like. It's your fault. You did this. Yeah. If you just would have shut up and listened to your father, oh, well, this like, wouldn't have happened. So many of them would have still been alive because, for one, he had to break off from everyone else to go find her. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't there to, like... To help. To help. Um, they would have got out way quicker. Even if... Even, they wouldn't have had to uh, fly to the second location. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Even if it hadn't been for that, Tig would have been alive for sure. Yeah. Um, they would have got out because the, the reason... Tig and whoever else was in the helicopter died is because they didn't get out of the city fast enough and the blast hit them. Yeah. So it's like... That really, really irked me. Because yeah. I was just like, listen to your father. There's, but you know that's how it is. There's always one stupid person that gets everyone else killed because yeah. they think they know better. Like, yeah, listen sure. to the guy in charge. I mean, the only reason why so many people in The Walking Dead ha- hadn't died along the way is because they listened to Rick. The ones mm-hmm. who didn't listen to Rick died or not only died, but got someone else killed in the process. Yeah. You yeah. always listen to the guy in charge. Don't be, don't be walking dead in us. You backed out of that thing seasons because, ago. No exactly. pun intended. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't keep dragging it on that. That should have been like a, a couple movies like resident evil. You can have six, seven movies, however movies there are because they're movies I and love, you give us time to breathe. I love Mike Epps. In those movies so oh. much. Oh, man, he's so good in those movies. I love Resident Evil. Those are good movies. We should watch them again soon. Well, uh, we haven't... I think I'm behind on some of them. No, I th- we watched the newest one. Did we? Yeah. Because uh-huh. um, I remember you being like, I don't think I've seen this one. And I was like, well, we're watching it now. Okay. Um, another movie that I watched, you didn't watch it with me, but another movie that I watched that I recommend people go watch. If you like like 80s, campy sci-fi... Okay, here, here's what I'm going to say. If you like <laughs> Labyrinth, ooh, and you like Mad Max, okay, you should watch Hell Comes to Frogtown. Okay, it's got uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. and it is <laughs> the pre- <laughs> the premise of this movie. Is that it's post-apocalyptic. Okay. Um, there's really just women, and there was like a, a I believe a, a bomb, and something happened. I can't remember exactly what happened, but something happened. That's usually what happens in yeah. an apocalyptic movie. That's something true. happened. Something happened. <laughs> well, men are no longer able to really um, fertilize the ladies. Also called reproduce. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're going to go over some medical terms in a little bit. Yeah, so I'll be schooled. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper is one of the very few men that is able to impregnate. Oh, okay. So, the government basically hires him to travel around impregnating women. What a hard job women. for him. What and a he, hard and job. And he doesn't want to do it. 
That's what's funny is he he doesn't really want to. Is he married? Do it. Is he in love? He was married at one point. Um, I think she died. Okay, well then. But so they have to go to a place called Frogtown to rescue some women that are fertile because they're being held captive by the frog people. And oh. when I say frog people, I'm talking frog people like again, like labyrinth costumes. And as the movie goes goes so on, so like like they're frogs, but they're like humanoid. Yeah, they're like mutants. They're, they're mutant frogs. Okay. Yeah. Not turtles. Correct. Okay. It's it's so they great. have no ninja skills. Yeah, it's it's so campy and so funny, but yet like just fun. It's yeah. so fun. You would love it. I can't believe I had never seen it before. Huh. It's so good. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. So let's do a little mental check in. Okay. Now that I'm feeling good. Go for it. And now it's time for a mental health check-in with Chia and Jake. Or Jake and Chia, depending on who wants their name first. I, so I'm, I'm feeling really good mentally, and I have been for a while. Uh, how are you feeling mentally? I haven't really... I'm pretty good. Uh... I'm a little drained. I just, you know, got done working two 60-hour weeks back-to-back for a total of 120 hours on my check. Um, So I'm a little drained. However, when I got off work that first night, I I immediately felt like such a good sense of accomplishment. And I've been feeling kind of like, you know, not the best mom, but we had a really good weekend with the kids. You know, I got to yes, go to Gutties with them. And then um, that was last night and then, or that was Saturday night. And then, you know, Sunday we went to church and we went to a graduation party. And I felt like I got to, you know, touch base with them a little bit better. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good now. I just kind of definitely need this weekend a renewal of energy and, and touching base with my family. Yeah. But, yeah. Good. I, I'm feeling good, too. So I was saying earlier that I, I met up with A.J. Wilkerson, and then um, I was going to save the talk. Yeah. And here's why. Last week, me and Evan discussed something on the mm-hmm. podcast, and what we were talking about was, like, it, it, we were getting really far out there, which is cool for me, man. I'm good with going far out. <laughs> we are talking about the possibility or the theory um that he heard from a place called Life, I think it's lifeexplained.org. And the theory is that before we are born, we know everything that's going to happen already. Okay. We know all the large events that are going to happen in our life. We know all the major players in our life. We know the good and the bad. We know pretty much everything that's coming. We already know. And then we're born, and we're born into ego, and we forget everything. Okay. And then once we get to the point to where we can strip ourselves of our own ego, we begin to recognize certain things in our life almost like we remember them. So possibly deja vu could play into this. Oh, okay. Like when we feel like we're having deja vu, it's like, well, maybe we're just remembering something that we already knew. Almost like, you know, these things have already happened. Mm -hmm. So just let them happen. Right. Um, now, I don't know how much I buy into it, but I'm thinking more and more about it. And I do like the idea because there's certain things like, for instance, when we were teenagers, you hung out with a bunch of girls mm-hmm. who gave me a lot of attention. <laughs> yes. And you gave me attention, too, but in a different way. 
Um, I mean, like, you were cool with me and everything. It's not like you were a right, jerk. Right, but I didn't like like you. Like, exactly. Like, I wasn't like, I tend to be my boyfriend. I always thought that that is what made me attracted to you. Yeah. And that's what made me kind of, like, be drawn to you. But what if I knew I was supposed to be drawn to you? Mm-hmm. Because when I was a teenager, I mean, I, I feel like I was a lot more in tune with... Because, I mean, I was far out whenever yeah. I was a teenager. I was doing a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, you know, some psychedelic. And yeah. I was studying a lot of, you know, different philosophies. Basically, like, who I am today, but now I'm not doing drugs. Right. But, like, I was really into just discovery and inner self and figuring things out and lots of Jim Morrison in the doors and, like, mm-hmm. things like that. So I feel like maybe I was open to uh, a lot more of that spiritual realm, if yeah. you will, than I was, you know, a few years later. And then hopefully that I'm trying to get back now. But my point is, what if th- when I met you, I knew and I, it was right. It, maybe I didn't know, but I because felt you were open minded, so that's so the magnetic pull that was there, you well, went with it instead of fighting against it. Yeah, like I like my path was being laid before me, right? And I felt like okay, well, I should walk this path. Mm-hmm. I do believe we have free will. Yes, I, I, I'm not going to say that we don't. I think we have free will, but I think whenever we give into the walk that we're supposed to be walking on that path and we have free will while we're on the path but as long as we're moving in the correct direction things start coming together right here's a couple of examples okay and this will get back to the aj thing um there's some stuff that i'm not going to get into because i don't know how public it is but i'm going to say a few things okay number one if you don't know who aj wilkerson is please look him up his uh his whole thing is captain autism he is, uh, he's on the autism spectrum. He is a hilarious stand-up comedian. I will warn you, he's not a clean comedian, <laughs> um, but he's so funny and he's so down to earth and he's such a nice guy. I really, really like him. So I met him Friday. Here's what I'm going to say. And this kind of ties into everything that we're talking about. Um, when I first started doing comedy, Chia asked me, and, and he, that's another thing. The moment I did comedy... I stepped onto the correct path right. and I yes. felt it. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I mean, I just felt, I felt like this is what I'm supposed to do. Chia said, what's your, what's your first goal? Yes, you, I'm, she's goal like, I'm goal oriented. Yeah. Well, she was basically like, what do you want to get from this? Is this yeah. going to be a hobby? What are you going to do? And I said, I want this to be my career. I, I want to do this for a living. She's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Do you want to like be at, on TV? What do you, and I said, no, I want to be basically a road comedian. I want to travel around the country doing different comedy clubs and kind of create a little bit of a cult (laughs) following, uh, (laughs) um, you know, just like create, Oh, by the way, uh, I guess my new name, I believe is the giggling guru. Oh, uh, I'm into that. So, (laughs) but like, I want to create, you know, like a fan base. I want to grow our family and I want to like meet more people all over the country and go to these clubs. That's what my goal is. And, She's like, okay, well, how are you going to get to that? She's like, we need small goals. What's your first goal? And I said, I want to open for Dusty Slay. And then it wasn't even like a little over a year later, mm-hmm. I featured for Dusty you Slay. You said in the next five years, I want to open next for Dusty Slay. Next five years, Slay. yep. And I got to do it like within a year or so. And 
it was amazing. And I, I had such a good time and me and Dusty really connected. And I felt like he was somebody I was supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. The m- moment we met, we really connected. And I was like, okay, I'm supposed to meet this guy. Right. Chia said, what's your next goal? I said, I want to go on the road with Dusty Slay. Mm-hmm. A couple months later, he said, hey, man, can you come to Alabama and do some shows with me? Which meant I was on the road with Dusty Slay. Right. I wasn't touring, but I was on the road with him. Yeah. And Tuesday, I'm going to Nashville to work with Dusty Slay. Right. Sounds to me like my second goal was met. Right. So then she is like, okay, well, you need a third goal. What's your third goal? And I said, honestly, I know this sounds weird and it sounds out there and it's going to do nothing for my comedy career. I want to meet Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. Uh, he's our favorite director. He's our favorite writer-director. He did Clerks. He did Mallrats, which is our favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, me and we actually, if it wasn't for Kevin Smith, I may not be married and have kids. <laughs> honestly. Yes, because we bond. It, it kind of let us know both being fans of those movies that let us know, um, like gave us a glimpse of each other's personality more. Yeah. And the way that it happened was I was working at movie gallery. Mm-hmm. Chia came into movie gallery and rented mall rats. And did I? Yes. Oh, so you came in. That's how I knew that you had mall rats. Oh, okay. I stole Chia's number <laughs> from the system and I started calling her. And one night we were talking on the phone and she was going to watch Mallrats. I had a copy of Mallrats. We decided we were going to watch the movie together, but on the phone. Because at this point... She is in high school. Y- yeah. Jake's only a year older than me. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Sounds like I... Yeah. I but we're I dropped 17 out. 17 and 18. <laughs> yeah, okay. Jake. He was supposed to still be in school. <laughs> Jake didn't do um, the high school thing. <laughs> yeah, that ain't how the giggling guru rolls. Yeah, that was... I just want to correct that right <laughs> the away. The giggling guru's uh, got to go. But neither one of us had a vehicle at the time, so we only seen each other on the weekends. Yeah. So I, I think sometimes people like... They always ask why we like each other so much, and it's because we have such communication, and that's because our relationship was based on communication. Yeah, we talked on the phone for hours. Hours. Monday so, Monday through Friday, and then or Sunday through Thursday, and then Friday and Saturday night, I'd see him. Yeah, sometimes stay the night. Ooh, girl. <sighs> Just tell uh, my mom. <laughs> but we put in Mallrats at the same time. We were like, one, two, three, play. Mm-hmm. So we watched the movie together while talking on the phone. And I remember I even... Uh, graffitied. <laughs> I graffitied my wall while we were talking with a sharpie, and I drew mall rats on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, mall rats is a big yeah, deal. I'm to pretty us. sure your mom once told me she never got a security deposit back because of you. Because I drew mall rats on her. <laughs> I graffitied it from from any any yeah. rental. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I graffitied Sorry, my walls a lot. <laughs> I was an artist. Um, <laughs> So There's Kevin paper. Smith was like a big, he's a big deal to me. He really is. And I feel like that is another thing that I would like to accomplish is just, just meeting him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying work with him or anything. So how, what does this have to do with what I'm talking about? Okay. So AJ Wilkerson comes, uh, we've been wanting to meet. He is a Florida comedian. We've talked online a few times and we were just both like, Hey man, whenever you're around, you know, let me know and we'll, we'll hook up and we'll, we'll, you know, meet each other and, and talk. Um, I said hook up. That's not, we're not going to like, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was like, you couldn't see my eyes at the time. Cause I, I'm, but they got real big, the room like, a little hmm. bit, but I was like, well, okay. So anyways, without being real weird, babe. uh, he, he was going to be in Fort Wayne cause he was doing the world series of comedy at the Fort Wayne comedy club. He was going to be driving back through to Florida on Friday. And I had a show in Greenwood on Friday. 
So I said, hey, man, if you're going to be through, why don't you swing by? I'll see if I can get you in the show. You can hang out, and, and after the show, we can talk. So he came, hung out with us a little bit before the show, hung out with me after the show. Now, we were talking. AJ is um, currently touring with Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes is Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Or from any of the Mewesque universe. Also known as Kevin Smith's best friend slash man child. (laughs) Um, So AJ's friends with Jason Mewes. And Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And AJ is about to go to New Jersey and hang out with them. Now, I feel like that's probably all I should say. Mm-hmm. There is another aspect to this story. There's yeah. another puzzle piece that's not public. Yeah. And it's not my place to say what that puzzle piece is. All I will say is... It is a very good possibility that I may be in a situation where I am around Kevin Smith and Jason mm-hmm. Mewes in the near future. Yeah. I'm saying all that because I feel that over the last couple years, and I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, the moment that I decided that I hated myself so much that I was willing to let that man die mm-hmm. and be reborn who I am today, it was the day that I feel like I killed my ego. Yeah. That was the day okay, the ego yeah. died because I stopped caring mm-hmm. about everything around me and I wanted it to start being. And I started walking the path that was laid out before me, the same path that I was walking when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. There was ego in the way when I was a teenager, though, so it wasn't complete. Right. But there was growth, mm-hmm. and I stopped and stunted that growth for a while. I don't regret it because it got me to where I am today. I, my family grew. My friends grew. So I don't regret any of that. But the moment that I, a few years ago, whenever I decided that this was going to be what I was going to do, I feel like I started at least to attempt to kill the ego. And I'm going to walk this path that is set before me, the path that I'm supposed to be on, I'm going to start walking it. Things are lining up. Like I'm I'm paying attention, I feel like. And people sometimes, I've not been doing comedy a very long time, but I'm getting some really, really cool gigs mm-hmm. and some really great things are happening for me. And I have had a couple of people like message me and they're like, dude, how are you doing this? And I tell them all the same thing. And I think some of them think it's a cop out or I'm just being some weird hippie dude. Yeah. But I tell them, all, I'm like, guys, there's a path that was laid before me and I'm just simply walking, walking that it, path. Yeah. But that's what it truly is. Now, there's some hard work that is, goes along with that. And I'm also doing the things. But those are the things I'm supposed to be doing on this path. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the path isn't clear. I have to clear the path as I'm going. But I'm going in the right direction, if you will. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm getting really far <laughs> out there. But I'm just saying, like, I feel great spiritually and mentally mm-hmm. because of these things. I f- fully believe whenever i was hanging out with aj we were talking and we really connected Mm -hmm. and i told him all this stuff and he didn't run away thinking i was a freak right he he agreed with it and he's been thinking a lot of the same things yeah about two and a half years ago he changed who he was oh almost the exact same time that i did yeah it was the same time we both let the old our old selves die so that our new selves could be reborn mm-hmm. and and walk in the direction we thought we were supposed to go. His thing was is that he's autistic. 
Yeah. And he always felt like he had to hide who he was. He, because he, uh, uh, he, he didn't know if he's going to be accepted or people were going right. to understand. He, he was worried about not falling into the social norms. It, that, exa- that yeah. was, those were his words. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. That's exactly what he said I to me. I was not there for and, this conversation. Right. And he's got these little, he's got tics, you know, that mm-hmm. he has. And he was always scared that people were going to like pick up on him or not accept him. And, you know, he's like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't even be able to have this conversation with you, somebody I've never met before. Mm-hmm. And it was just really cool because he's like, basically, once he decided that he was going to let that ego part of him die and become who he's supposed to be, and he started doing stand up, now he embraces it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's part of it. This is who I am. You know, and if people don't like it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's so, like, we really, really connected. And, like, whenever he was leaving, you know, uh, we gave each other a hug and everything. And he was, he's getting ready to leave. And I was like, hey, dude, I love you. Mm-hmm. And he like looked me right in my eyes and he goes, bro, this is weird. I love you too. Aww. And I was like, it's because we were supposed to meet. Right. Like we, yeah. this was, this already happened. We knew it was going to happen. We just forgot it was going to happen and we're born and yeah. went through our whole life. Yeah. And now the moment is actually here. Mm-hmm. And he's a, I think he's a key in the next part of my goal. Yeah. I really do. It's not a coincidence to me. Yeah. So I'm saying all of that to say this. There's certain things that some of us hold on to. There are certain things that some of us don't understand why we continue to care about these things. And they drive us crazy. Right, And yes. we hate it and we yeah. hate And that. you pull away because maybe it's not the, again, social norms. It's not what you're supposed to do. It's not the typical thing to do. So you're like, no, I'm going to do what's more practical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or in my case, I'm not going to hurt this person's feelings. Right. I'm scared that if I change, if I move out of this environment that I'm in, I'm going mm-hmm. to ruffle feathers. I'm going to let people yeah. down. And guess what? I did let people down. Yeah. But I don't care because I was letting myself down. And right. I, what, what was better for me? For me to let somebody down and eventually we can repair that relationship. And I still love all those people. And I believe in my heart they still love me. But we just have some time that we have to get over all these things mm-hmm. and our own hangups and everything. Yeah. I'm completely open to just being like, I love you. Let's forget it all. Right. You know? But the thing, the thing that I'm getting at is that... I had to get to the point where I was okay with letting people down Mm -hmm. in order to get to where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So if you are in that position to where you feel like if I can't make this change because it's going to hurt someone's feelings or I can't make this change because it's too hard or that's not the right road for me or whatever the case is. If you feel in your heart it is what you're supposed to be doing and you're not going to physically be hurting anyone, I'm not saying run out on your family or anything like that. Yeah, don't run out on your family. Don't, you know. Be responsible. Responsibly, I guess is what I'm saying. You know, responsibly take the steps that you need to take to do it. It it might not happen overnight, but listen, like you're more Mm -hmm. important. You're more important than the things that are going on in your life right now. Yeah. Those problems, I'll tell you, like. So, so like, uh. When you're talking about hurting people, it's more uh, don't be afraid to hurt people's expectations yes, of you. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not fair for them to have those hangups on you. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask for that. No. And it's okay to change. Yeah. It's a hundred. You should change. You should change. You should. You have should growth. constantly be I, evolving uh, and constantly get to that next step. And even if you, the way that you evolve, 
You know, some things turn into moths and some mm-hmm. things turn into butterflies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, we're not all butterflies. Some of us are mm-hmm. moths. I'm definitely a moth. I'm not a butterfly. <laughs> I'm a night butterfly. I'm not a day moth. <laughs> and, but but it's true. I mean, I yeah. feel like it's true. Not, not all of us are supposed to be butterflies and be cheery and be out there. Some of us are, are weird looking moths yeah. that are attracted to the light. And it's okay yes. that we're doing it. If you're a moth, yes. be a freaking moth. Stop moth. trying to be a butterfly for everybody I know, else. I don't know if you should necessarily go towards the light. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. That doesn't work out for moths either. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. Don't go towards the light. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that's really far out there, man. But like, I the more that we're doing this mental health check-in, yeah. the more and more comfortable comfortable I feel with getting my entire thought process yeah. out and it's not always go gonna go everywhere mm-hmm. but I'm a sidewalk sensei and this is what I feel well I mean it's kind of like with me I'm more at peace in my life when I recognize that it's not weird that I sense in your energies right so exactly yeah you know at first you know I used to think you know if I was in a situation where I had a bad feeling or or something along those lines that uh there's something wrong with me. I shouldn't be so negative. But as... Oh, and I've even said it to you before, where we'd be in a situation and you'd be like, I don't know, I just feel like this about this. And I'm like, babe, try to look at the positive side. Stop yeah. being so negative. But if I would have listened to you, it would have saved us a lot of heartache. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, even even the position we were once in where you cared so much about people's expectations, that all started with, um, and, and I'll just say... Uh, whenever we were involved in one of our churches, uh, for for years they kept asking you to play the bass, play the bass. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. And I kept saying no for you. And it finally got to the point to where you you just said yes, even though I was like, I I don't think you should. Right. And I don't I didn't know why. But that set you on a path to now, now I have to do this because they expect this out of me and that now they do this. And I, I wish then maybe I had been better at knowing, hey, this is giving me a bad energy. It's not a bad thing. Playing a bass in a church is not a bad thing. Being a part of a club is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's not your path. Right. And I think that's what it was. I think that's why I got the negative energy from it is... That wasn't your path that you were supposed to be on. And something inside of me said, that's that's going to stray him away. Yeah. And, and it did for a long time. And then, you know, it, it not only you had to worry about certain expectations from other people, but myself as well, because I'm, I'm the type of person that when I, I think I, I stay pretty good about staying on a path mm-hmm. because when I'm like, I don't know, I just feel like I should. I'm doing it. Yeah. And then I set my goals. Yeah, but you've never been somebody who struggles with ego. Like you've never no. been somebody who struggles struggles with you've if anything, you're the opposite where you yeah. you always feel like you're not good enough. Right. Yeah. You've I, always I, had I did those had, issues. I had low low self confidence. Um but once once I kind of got in tune to that and I could be like, ah, this this is bad vibes, bad bad energy. And I listen to it. I I stay more peaceful. Whether or not I hurt your feelings, like if I if I don't want to talk to someone because I just got bad energy, I don't. Yeah. And I really don't care if it hurts your feelings or not. And I I, I always care if someone's feelings are hurt. 
I get, but I don't no, care I, enough. No, I get what to, you're saying, but at the same time, why would into it. why would their feelings be hurt if right? You know, like why are they high holding you up and in, into that? Like yeah. why is it? Why but is their the same, feelings? At the same time, though, the way I look at it is neither one of us know why I have, and I don't tell people like I got a bad feeling about you, but sometimes I worry that like people think I cut them off because I don't like them, and sometimes it's because. I just don't feel right about the relationship. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're a bad person. It no, means maybe no. that's going to pull me off of my path. Yeah. May, they're just, yeah, they're just somebody who's not, because there's a lot of people and that's what I was talking with. I've talked with Evan about it and it's like on my mind a lot right now because I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that I it, consider an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. I know them and I think they're okay and I have no yeah. problems with them. There's no issues with them, but there's it's not a connection. Talk. It's small talk and that. Yeah, it's completely fine, while. but there's like no connection there mm-hmm. because I just don't feel like that they're they are, you know, put in my life for any kind of reason other than just being an acquaintance at that time. Yeah. And I don't know like I, I don't know, man. It's just, it, again, this is all just our, uh, we're just talking out loud here. We're just, yeah. we're just, you know, trying to take our thoughts and, and put words to them. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's making sense. Yeah. And the more I, I talk about it, the more I see that it is real mm-hmm. and that that's kind of the way that I'm starting to view my life. And that doesn't negate that there's a God. Yeah. You know, that there is a creator, and we've talked about that before. I don't know what that means. But all, uh, but all creation has a path. I mean, uh, there you don't set a tree down, and the tree, you know, just uproots. If the tree uproots, it's right. going to die. Yeah. You know, the tree has to grow in its path. Exactly. And And that's why, you know, yes, it was created, but it was created for a purpose to do a specific thing. Yeah. And... If the tree just decided, nah, I don't want to be here. I'm going to leave. It would die because mm-hmm. you're not doing your purpose. Right. Well, and this I... thought process is actually making me feel closer to God. Yeah. Because it is making me um, not understand God, of course, because, I mean, if we understand God, then we're going to be raptured out of here. <laughs> but, like, I feel like it, it, it's almost giving me, like, a peace of mind with, because it's like, if I had all, if I knew everything that was coming before and then I was born into this shell mm-hmm. and then I forgot all of it, well, what was that thing that told me before? Mm-hmm. What was the thing that showed me before? Or was I, did it, was it just it? Or was I sitting in some kind of weird movie theater and God mm-hmm. was showing me like, hey, here's your life that you're about to live. You're going to go yeah. on this journey. And I don't know. It's, it's just a theory, but it's kind of a mm-hmm. cool thought. I think some people like the reason why you would get any kind of pushback or any of that is... That is the illusion of not having freedom. And the illusion of freedom is being able to say, I want to do this, so I'm going to do that. You can. You totally can. Absolutely, you can. It doesn't mean it's what's best for you. Right. And, and it, it doesn't also mean doesn't mean that you won't get what you're, where you're supposed to be going. Right. You just might have a different path. If you stray off your path, you're creating your own path, and it's going to be harder probably for mm-hmm. you to to get where you But are you go. really going to have peace and joy? Exactly. That's the thing is like when you are completely yes, yes, free-spirited yes. you can just go with the flow. Yeah. Again, coming back to nature, if the river just goes with the flow, everything's good. Everything's good. If there's something in its path, it will find a way around it. Right. But it's going to stay on its path. Yeah. It'll come back around. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. 
Mm-hmm. I feel really good about that call. That that call. That call. All right, let's. We're gonna All take right, the next I'll call. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> we're, gonna take, we're gonna take the next. Call. Thanks, caller. <laughs> I meant to say talk. <laughs> you should have heard me Friday night. I messed up on stage. I can't remember what I said. Actually, hold on. I'll find it. So th- this is just funny to me, but this is something that happened on stage the other night. I'm sure you've seen it. You're just like that guy. That guy right there that's coming on stage. That guy right there is unemployed. <laughs> well, it was rude of you for saying that. You know? I just said it was rude of you for saying that. So obviously, I am unemployed and uneducated. I didn't even go to that show. I knew. That's what I was going to say. Let's move past that. Why don't you just forget it? Stop bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> But it was, uh, yeah, I was just, it was such At least a, you own it. Yeah, well, I, as, as I said, I was just like, that, oh my, and I could see the look on people's faces where they're like, what did he just say? <laughs> Sometimes I mumble and say, I don't know. You know who never cares if <laughs> I okay, mumble? one a time. One a time. <laughs> one a thing. One a thing. <laughs> oh, who doesn't care? I love that we have blessed ones that yes, love us, though. I Speaking of which... I hope it never feels like I just try to like go through this part quickly because I don't. We take this very serious. Um, One of the reasons why we really enjoy doing this show is because of the emails that we've gotten from people, uh, the Facebook messages, the new friends that we have, the new family members that we have, honestly, just from doing the podcast and me doing stand up. It is we would do this anyways, probably, because we like the idea of us just like documenting this time in our life mm-hmm. to where one day we're probably going to be dead. Yep. Um, I think It'll that's happen. I think that's what happens. And then our children and grandchildren, great grandchildren, who knows, mm-hmm. will be able to this. listen to this. I think that's cool. I yeah. really wish I had it's an audio diary of my grandparents. That would be yeah. so cool. So um, the reason that we're able to do this, the in the capacity that we can do it, is because. We have certain people who believe in us and want to help us and they see the thing that we're trying to do here and they want to jump on board and be a part of it and they support us financially. Mm -hmm. Now, there's many ways to support us and I'll be honest, a a great way to support us right now that doesn't cost you a single thing is to A, uh, leave a review. If you listen to this on iTunes, you know, just leave a review, say what, why this, you know, why you like the show and everything and be share it on social media just to share that you listen to this podcast, share it with some friends, get a couple more people. That's a huge way to help. And it doesn't cost you anything, but just a, a little bit of time. And it really does mean the world to us. And then another way that people support us is through Patreon. And it's a really big deal to us. Again, I don't want to just like act like, oh, I'm just going to read this list of names real quick and because it's just a list of names. This is a list of people that really impact our life and we're very, very grateful for. Mm-hmm. And we it, it, we don't take it lightly. And the people I'm talking about is Jared, Pam, Veronica, Shan, Fawn, Lindsay, Danielle, Rachel, and anonymous. Uh, <laughs> oh, anonymous. Yeah. And the reason why it means so much to us is because these folks went on, um, they went on Patreon, which if you go to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed, you can do the same thing. And every month they 
just kick us a few bucks. Some people it's $3. There's three different tiers. There's a $3 one, a $10 one, and a $20 one. Some people it's $3, some people it's 10, and some people it's 20, and that's fine. It all helps us. And wh- where does the money go? Well, it goes to helping the helping us pay to ha- um, host the podcast. It helps us to pay to host the website. It helps us buy new equipment like Chia's new microphone that she loves very much. And we're wanting to get a mixing board. That's our kind of our next thing. So that way we can just make the editing process a little bit sm- smoother for us, I guess you could say. Do we need any of these things? No, it would just be nice for us to have. And so we just really, really, really thank everybody that helps us out. Thank like, you, it, friends. It really means a lot it to really us. It really does. So, again, if you leave us a review, you're helping. If you share it with people, you're totally helping. Mm-hmm. And if you support help support us financially, you're definitely helping. Yeah. All these things help. So, uh, thank you to the blessed ones. If you want to be kind of a part of the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can go to Jake Rubel's Blessed Ones on Facebook. Uh, that is the podcast group slash my stand-up group, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at jakeandchia at gmail.com or... Um, well, those are the best places. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to jakerubel.com, you can contact me there, but I'll just go to that email. So, um, okay. I think I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, Let's get I'm into so it. And now, time for Tots. The topic of the show. All right. Hit me with it, baby. All right. So, I've been wanting to do this for a little while now. So, I uh, came up with some medical slash anatomy terms that... We're going to play a game. Seem very normal to me. We're going to play a game. So I'm going to figure out if Jake knows what these mean. So I'm going to, I've, I've starred some that I think you'll know. Okay. So we'll go over those first. So okay. basically, uh, so she is going to, she's got a list of yep. these medical terms that she learned in Give nursing school, of course. And she's going to ask, she's going to say the name of the medical term. And then I have to tell her what I think it means. Yes. And then she is going to either tell me if I'm... Close or not at all? Yeah. Do I get two choice, two chances, or okay, just one? Two tries. Two tries. Two tries per I'll, term. I'll say the first one, and then you tell me if I'm close or not. Okay. All right. Ready? Um, let's do it. Vital signs. Vital signs. So that is where you check to see, like, uh, pulse, uh, heart rate. No, uh, those are the same thing. Pulse, <laughs> uh, blood pressure. So you're checking vital signs, like the things that keep us alive. Yeah. So those are just, yeah, clinical measurements. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. But no, you're right. I I know. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So temperature and respirations are the other two. Okay. All right. Uh, Make a check. I got that right. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. We're keeping keeping track here. There's there's a little... I'm feeling good. That pen's no good. Give Give me that pretty blue one. Okay. Don't lose this. This is my favorite pen. I, I do like how this pen writes. So yeah. I might steal it. No, I said that. Where'd you get this from? I don't know. We'll have to find another one. Okay. Lactate. Uh, okay, first of all, I got it from uh, Office Depot. Uh, Lactate? Oh, the pen. <laughs> I was like, what did That's, you <laughs> I got Office Depot, Depot and I write Lactate. Lactate. Okay, so uh, does that have to do with nipples or can it be anything? <laughs> okay (laughs) i guess that's dumb okay that's where your nipples are leaking 
Yes, to produce milk. To produce milk, yeah. It's, it's the leaky nips. I guess. It's the I'll, leaky nips. I'll check it off because. No, I got it right. You did. I got it right. Okay. It's there's the, only there's only one other that you should know this. Coccyx. Huh? Coccyx. Coccyx. Yeah. Okay. Does that have anything to do with your heart? Are you serious? Your coccyx? Yeah. Is it a butt? Hold on. Hold on. I, mean, I was taking cockles. <laughs> I don't even know what that Cockles. I'm throwing I'm throwing heart stuff at you. Okay. Coccyx. Okay, coccyx. Okay. Uh, question. Is it can I break this? Can I break my coccyx? Yeah. Okay. It's not a wiener, is it? Are you being serious? Is it a wiener? No. <laughs> Are you trying? Yeah, hold on. Hold on. No, you have guessed. You're on a wait, guess. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I haven't guessed yet. I was asking questions. Okay, what are those? Is it is it your collarbone? No. Okay, that's it. <laughs> okay. It's your tailbone. I said but. I said but. I didn't but. say you were wrong. I think you did. I think you looked at me like uh, I was an I'll idiot. Gi- I said I'll give but. it to you. I'll give it to you. I thought that that was okay. the but. Okay. Four. All right. Okay. You don't be trying to get all tricky on me. All right. Now these you probably don't know, so okay. this will be interesting. Well, I knew I knew coccyx. I can tell you that. <laughs> and you knew lactate had to do with nipples. Well, it's leaky nips. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's the action of producing milk. That's when. That's when. Yeah, your but milk... it's not like you can. No. Sh- t- there's not a nozzle that you turn on and off. It just leaks. I mean, the baby. Sometimes if that baby's <laughs> not even around, and they'll just be leaking. Okay. Hematuria. Uh, pardon? <laughs> say, say it again. Hematuria. Okay, so that has to do with blood. Ooh! Because uh, hemo is blood. Okay, hema. Hema and teria. Hematuria. Ter- like, like. Hemat. Like. Turia. Hematuria. Does that have anything to do? Okay, so blood clotting? No. Okay. Hemat. Hematuria. Urea. Does it have anything to do with like a, a tearing no. of some kind? Okay, so I didn't get that one right. Blood in the urine. Oh, because urea. Like, yeah, your I, area. I tried it. Yeah, I'm not talking about okay. your area. Ready? Hyperkalemia. Hyperkalemia is uh, where your uh, hyper is too much, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it's too much oxygen is what I wasn't going to say. I didn't <laughs> that, think that counts. Was it. No, it doesn't. Because I didn't okay. think that's it. I didn't think All it was right. too much oxygen. Okay. I thought it was too much. It's And it's not, it's also not blood flow no. because it's hypertension. Ooh, yes. yes. Good job. Okay. So this Did is. Did I make that one of mine? No. Okay. This is too much. Say it one more time. Hyperkalemia. Kalemia. Is it? Does it have anything to do with being clammy? Nope. Um, I don't know this one. High potassium. Oh, from bananas. <laughs> so whenever I mean, you have too many bananas. No, I yeah. mean no. Here's a funny thing. So, so what's the word again? Hyperkalemia. People who have hyperkalemia never get Charlie horses. I bet you. I mean, I don't know about that. But because you get Charlie horses when you're low on potassium. If yeah. you get a Charlie horse, eat a banana. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hypernatremia. 
Okay, so that's two nutrients. Am I on the right path by saying nutrients? Mm, No. Oh. (laughs) Natremia? I mean... Hypernatremia is... Is it another thing like potassium, though? What's potassium? What what is that classified as? A uh, banana. No, an ele- <laughs> electrolyte. Yes. Okay, so this is another type of electrolyte. Mm-hmm. Um, and this specific electrolyte isn't in Gatorade. <laughs> Actually, I think it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can I I have say it one more time. Hypernutremia. Hypernutremia is too much Nutella. No. Oh, I was close though. High sodium. High sodium. Oh, I never would have got that. Uh, that's kind of the point of this. I know. All right. You're having fun. I have some really fun ones. All right, you ready for this one? I've been ready, baby. Angina. Angina. Hardly no and. <laughs> So I'm not going to be, you know. <laughs> I knew you'd go there with this. I don't even know Anne. Angina is, has to do with the heart, right? Wow. Okay, so what is it again? It's just angina? Angina. That's all it is? Angina? Yep. Is it where your heart valves are constricted? No. Um. I mean. Is it where your heart kind of goes out of rhythm? No. Uh, so these things could cause angina. Mm, okay. It's like where your heart, um, is it, it's a type of heart attack. A heart attack would cause angina. Is it pain in your heart? Chest pain. Chest pain. Okay. I'll give it to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That's, that was pretty nice of you. You're to doing do that more than me. two guesses, but it's okay. This is yeah. fun. We're, what we're doing is fun. Yeah. It's, you know, we're bonding. I want to save that one for last. We're bonding. Right. It's relationship <clears throat> stuff and we're doing right. it. I will. I love your you angina. <laughs> <laughs> don't love my angina. I don't. I just give me br- some nitro if I'm having angina. Yeah. I'll just rub your angina out. You know. I'll just oh my rub- god. Okay, sorry. Too much. <laughs> All right, I will give you a hint on this one. This is an anatomy term. Okay. Okay. Abdominus rectus. Hardly knew us. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is um, your upper intestine. No. Okay, it's your abdominus, which is abdomen, rectus, which is your butthole, right? No. Uh oh. <laughs> it's not? I mean, rectum, We're... but that's not what this is. Okay, so, but abdominal, obviously, yeah. is, is yeah. my stomach area, right? Yes. And then the rectus is, well, that's like, <laughs> it's, no, this is serious, okay? This is serious. Okay. Because I know this, what this one is. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, and you have, you know, the army men that you have? Mm-hmm. They also have, you can buy a bag of tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> no. And if you accidentally eat one of those dinosaurs, you're going to have abdomen rectus. <laughs> and it's going to be painful, especially coming out of your rectus. <laughs> when you pass an abdomen rectus out of your rectum, it's going to feel like your rectum. Do you want to know what an abdomen rectus is? Oh, I just told you, but I guess you could tell me what they what they're teaching in school nowadays. It's your abdominal muscle. That's rude. Your abs. I said it. I said abdominal. You did not get that one. All That's right, a big all ass. right, all right. Okay, you probably will get this one because I've talked about it so much. Patency. I feel like whenever you 
set me up for that. <laughs> it's not nice. Why? I've talked about this because I didn't know this term until nursing school, and they said it a lot Patency in nursing school. Patency is where you have the open line. Ooh, baby. Am I right? Patency, the condition of being open, expanded, or unobstructed. And when we talk about it in... My uh, love for you is patency. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was really cute. Yeah, it's true, though. Also, you have Peyton love for me. Also, what happens if I do eat a tiny dinosaur because I ate one? You might be able to pass it. We'll see. <laughs> I'm an abdominal rectus. Whenever you go to the bathroom, don't flush. It would be really, really, it, it would blow some doctor's mind <laughs> if I was just like my abdominal rectus. All right. You ready? I think so. Fascia. Fascia. Yeah. It's a fascia statement <laughs> that you're making. F- f- uh, fascia. Fascia. Does it have anything to do with hair? No. Scalp? No. Well, that was two guesses. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. It is the thin casing of connective tissue that surrounds and holds every organ, blood vessel, bone, nerve fiber, fiber and muscle in place. So you have um, butchered a deer before, right? Uh-huh. You know that thin film? Yes. That's fascia. Oh. Yeah. That is fascist. <laughs> I feel like, how would I ever guess that one? Like, that one you set me up. Maybe I'm setting you up for all these. Okay. <laughs> febrile. Huh? <laughs> febrile. Look, look, I know I'm not getting a lot of these, but you don't have to call me feeble. Like, it's, I'm doing my best. You don't have to make fun of me. Febrile is... Febrile. Febrile. Yeah. Febrile. Friable. Friable. It's the type of meat that, on a human that you can eat. Because it's friable. You oh. can fry it. Why don't you kind of think about some of those terms you're using right now? Like meat? Mm-mm. Fry? Fry? Yeah. Fry? If you're frying something, it's... Cooked? No, it's going to be... Hot? Uh-huh. Heat? Cooking? Think about a person. Huh? Think about a person. Temperature? Oh, you're close. Febrile F- means... Fever. Oh! Okay, it means I have a fever. Having or showing there. some... No, I helped you. That does not count. I you was barely listening. No. I wasn't even listening You got to two you. terms left. Two terms. Okay. Fowler's position. Fowler's position. <laughs> now, this is actually interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> I know it's not. No, Fowler's position right. is actually... It's Fowler's position. Yes. And it's interesting because if you look... <laughs> I just can't. Because... No, listen. If you look at two ducks that are in love... <laughs> you know, you look at you look at uh, uh, waterfowl, if you will. Right. And you look at them when they're in love. And when, when two fowls love each other, they typically end up in the Fowler's position. And then that's whenever they have little fouls. Okay, be serious. What do you think this means? Um, Fowler's position is in 1976, oh Dr. God. Leonard Fowler uh, came up with the position of that uh, all men uh, should have the, the right um, to hunt bird. <laughs> and that's his position. Are you not even going to try? It, does it, is it where you... Are in your bed, and then you lean the bed up a little bit so that way the doctor can check you. 
Fowler's position, head of bed, 45 to 60 degrees. Shut up. If you would just, like, actually it. try. I got it. Okay. No, no, because you fooled around at first. Okay. That doesn't count. We all know You're I taking was... a test and you're failing. No, because that was me doodling before the test. Oh. I'm, okay, you think that half what I was. Point. You no, half point. No, wait. What? <laughs> when I took it serious and I really guessed, I got it well, right. Well, you're supposed to, you got one more. And I'm trying to have a good time. Is... <laughs> I'm trying to have fun while getting there. Because okay. I thought you wanted me to play a little bit I will, before I got there. I will kind of count it. Because it's a, because <clears throat> it's impressive how many of these I actually am getting. I'll tell you that. But if you just take a minute and think about them. Now, this yeah, but one. I, but I'm, the, I'm, I'm Jake. Listen. I'm the giggling guru, and I'll is... have fun on my way okay. to progress. If you play around on this one, okay, you don't get it at all. Okay. That's this not is, fair. No, it is fair. It's not fair. It is Give fair. Give me two plays and then a guess. Okay. Two plays and then a guess. Okay. All right. Because this one um, doesn't sound great. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I think I am. Mastication. Mastication is um, at the age of typically 12 to 13. <laughs> A young uh, boy or girl. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, mastication. Mastication. Cation. Mastication. Does that... Okay, I'm going to ask you this question. It's not my guess. Okay. But I'm going to ask you a serious question. Does it have to do with you doing something yeah. yourself? Yeah. So that's probably like the master part. Yeah. Okay. Well... So I just figure out what the cation uh, is. No. The, the master has to do with... The part of the body. Is it... Is it if you give yourself a breast exam? No. Dang. That was a good guess, though. No. Why? Why is that not a good guess? When you find out what it is, you'll see why. Okay. It has nothing to do with a female anatomy, then? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, Human anatomy. Human. It is an action, but... I was thinking, like, because mastectomy is where... Isn't that where you get, uh, like, for breast cancer? Yeah. So that's where my mind was going. Okay. So it's not... Mastectomy, yeah. Right, so that's... Okay, I guess I see that. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. Okay. Uh, what is it called? Mastication? Mastication. Mastication. Um, well, if you, uh, if you think about it, <laughs> I'm right. No. Okay, what is it? I, I honestly okay. don't have a guess. That was my guess. One word. Chewing. <laughs> I never would have got that. What? Because your jaw is your mastoid. Ugh. I actually call right. my jaw blastoid. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, fifty percent. Fifty percent. Here's the oh, thing. Oh wait, no, hold on. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. About fifty percent. Forty-five. We'll go fifty. I'm basically a nurse now. I'm almost. A, I'm almost oh. a nurse. Oh, are you? Yeah. I didn't know it was so easy. I didn't either. Mm. Why were you complaining all the time? Mm. That wasn't that big of a deal. All right. Well, we're going to play fun. this game again, buddy cool. boy. Okay. And then and I'm see how ask... much of a nurse you are. That's fine. I'll start asking you comic book questions. Okay. Well, oh, crap. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Laugh and Be Blessed. I know that I laughed a lot and I was blessed by it. Uh, mostly because I am now a certified nurse. Mm. Yeah. I can get a job anywhere. 
Uh, you and do I that, baby. I choose not to. Oh. I choose not to. But I'm going to take the that uh, sheet of paper where it, what you wrote. <laughs> we got, all that we got 13 I'm gonna terms. I'm going to frame it and I'm going to write on it, mm-hmm. I'm a nurse. Oh. And it's just, and it's, it's legally binding. Yeah, six out of 13. Six out of 13, legally binding contract mm-hmm. right there that I can perform uh, mastication on you. <laughs> You're going to chew people? <laughs> you. You're not a people. Oh. <laughs> you're going to chew meat, so we've resulted you're, to cannibalism now. You're a That's what you're saying. I didn't say anything about frying you up. <laughs> I'm not going to febrile you. I free, free boiling you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys very much. Thank you for listening to this episode. D- please remember to, uh, you know, do all the stuff I said earlier. Uh, join us in, on Facebook. We really have a good time in the Facebook group, uh, Jake Rubel's Blessed Ones. Maybe I should change it to Jake and Chia Rubel's Blessed Ones. No. But Chia keeps saying no. So, no. anyways, we love you very much. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for just being super cool people. Thank you for being yourself. And hopefully you got something from this. If you did, let us know. More importantly... Laugh and be blessed. Mm-hmm.